Teeks. How are we? Good, thanks, strong man. How are you? <laughs> yeah, um, fantastic. <laughs> you've asked me how I'm feeling, which is good, but that, you've clipped me straight I've, up. I've clipped you, but then I felt really good about myself, and then thought, ah, oh, while I'm on a roll, might as well go with the um, nice introduction this week. Are you on a roll tonight? Yeah, I am on a roll. I have not noticed at all. Haven't you? I entrusted you with our Instagram video that yeah. we do prior to the show, and it was um, borderline horrific. <laughs> it's up there, isn't it? It's been, it's been published? Unfortunately, it is. It somehow made its way there. I'm surprised Instagram allowed it. <laughs> I, I had everything to do with the, the Instagram story this week. I filmed it, and I also took the picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just all the JT show so far. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've got plenty to talk about tonight, from footy to uh, COVID. Yes, to COVID as well. In Brisbane, you've got something nice to finish the show on as well, something a little bit humorous. Something quite good, I think. Fantastic. Well, let's get stuck in. All right, Tyler, it's recap time. These things are always fantastic. They Um, are. But just before we get into it, I mentioned in the intro that I am on a roll. Mm, yeah, a very controversial statement. <laughs> you seem very unhappy with this statement. Well, I'm the only witness to that statement mm. and can categorically deny any sense of a role. No rolling. In front of me. Wow. Yeah, so... Quite um, still. Don't know how you've come to that conclusion or... Well, I am in fact on a roll. Yeah, okay. And it started... Speak it into existence if you must. <laughs> actually started last week. Well, I started rolling last Monday when you nearly strangled me as a result of my um, phone being on mm. less than 30% when I entered into the podcast room. Yeah, that was silly by you. Yeah, uh, it was silly by me, I will say. I do have a phone charger on my desk all day. I just neglected to plug it in. Um, For anyone that doesn't know the severity of this, we record quite a few things on our phones during yep. the podcast. You have a lot of your little notes on there. Yep, all of them. On the phone, so it's very convenient when we're um, halfway through recording and the the phone is um, ready to go and cannot be moved, and you're just like, "Oh, hang on, I just need to use my phone." <laughs> it's always good when Sorry. I when I try and use my phone and try not to move it. So I, mm. I it, it's turned on like a ninety degree angle, and so then I have to turn my head on a ninety degree angle and yeah. kind of poke it around to see it from where it is on my desk. So it's a real hard process. Anyway, so I did not hard, hard to watch as well. Very hard to watch. I'm not a very um, flexible man. No. Um, Anyway, so the th- you, you you put the fear of life into me. This could not happen again. Phone charger went on. Send a text message to you to confirm. Phone phone is charged. Um, and then you're like, okay, that's great. I said, leaving work now, 88%. Phone mm. is going to be fine. And then what have you sent back to me? I just sent a screenshot of my phone because it was on 88% as well. Synergy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of synergy there. Um, Therefore, roll. I did factor into it, though, that you had sent the message probably five or so minutes previous, so your phone probably would have drained down to, I think, about 87, 86. Yeah, right. Probably a slightly older iPhone now, so maybe about 85. So I did figure at that exact point in time, we would probably be differing. There maybe be like a 3% battery differential. Nah, um, um, nah I, I reckon 87, but at least for a little bit we were all- least on the same page. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Percentage-wise. Percentage-wise, um, yeah, wow. <laughs> That's, That's a, the role that we're yeah. on. <laughs> is, that the, um, is that the evidence you have for me? Yeah, that's the evidence. That's all I need, mate. Oh, that's all I needed to, um, to affirm that you are on a roll. I am on a roll. 
episode 48, mm-hmm. two away from the half century. How would you bring that up? Two runs. You're out in the middle mm-hmm. on 48, yep. as we are, mm-hmm. as a podcast. How are you playing those next few deliveries? Are you trying to hit a four? Um, bring up the 50? Yeah, and then we go straight to 42. So we what, take a three-week break, do we? 42. Yeah, 52, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No. <laughs> I've got to do it in singles, I reckon. You're going to do it in singles? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, right. One week at a time? One week at a time. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to hit a four. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Going straight to 52. 48, have three weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow label those three weeks as um, episodes. And then yeah, episode names, yeah. Come back for episode 52. So not, in fact, celebrate the 50. No. Nah. Uh, episode 50 does not exist. No, but you still <laughs> celebrate it on 52. Yep. I'll just be having three or weeks Or maybe off. on 54. 54. Maybe if you hit a six, yeah, definitely. Yeah, actually, is that right? No, fuck, that's not right either. That's not it? right. Or, be 53. Yeah, no, but we still come back next week. We need to um, we need to reassert <laughs> ourselves here because this <laughs> show is losing. We are losing grasp on this show it's incredibly slipping. quickly. I'm on a roll, though. Like, I am concerned. <laughs> Never, it's never quite slided this quickly and this scarily out of our grasp. Out of control. Yeah. I'm just, we need to just uh, put the brakes on. Put the brakes on, stem the flow. Yeah. And we need to get into a sports recap. Yes, we do. Speaking of roll, let's just roll into that. Yeah. So everyone listening, sorry for that first four minutes of absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best word to describe it. Maybe five minutes. <laughs> But <laughs> if you're still here, I'm guessing you've enjoyed it. So yeah, I am. I'm yeah. on a roll. Oh yeah, well I'm still here as well. Yeah, um, amazed. Yeah, wow. Uh, NBA. Yes, I'm glad we. I'm glad we're talking this. What's going on? There is a lot of play movement currently. Mm. Yes, in the NBA, and I feel like some of it is quite absurd. Yeah, you're angry. Oh, I'm not angry, but. You sent me a message. We were debating um, a hero of the week. Yes, we which were. Which we do every week. Yep. Um, yep. Which we will get to shortly. Yeah. Just a marvellous hero. Whilst I'm talking about it, <laughs> that we do have, that we did um, event- eventually settle on. Yeah. You've just put your Sydney in. Oh, uh, don't, don't even. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. You are. You're an <laughs> idiot. You suggested we put Sydney in. But yeah. no, anyway, that's we are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Mm. But uh, you suggested the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I did. As a hero of the week. Yep. And I said... Very good. Well, they're not my hero. I think you think it's obviously fantastic what they've done in orchestrating such a talented roster that can make a, a finals run. Well, yeah, I think I think it is. Because, you, I mean, you're um, crazy not to if you've got the ability to, to get these players. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just think um, this is what it's all about at this time of year, isn't it? This is why you have this free agency trade period midway through the season because you get to fill the holes mm. of what you require to have a tilt at a championship. You just said a word there. You said fill the holes. Yeah. I don't think there was many holes in this Brooklyn Nets <laughs> roster, especially adding what they did is they added LaMarcus Aldridge, yeah. um, a seven-time All-Star, <laughs> to go along their other centres in uh, DeAndre Jordan, who's not actually not even their starting centre at the minute, and Blake Griffin, I think he's also like a power forward yeah. slash centre. So yeah. they've just added him on top of those yeah, yeah. See now, this is not something that I like because, um, oh, any anyway, I think I think that's brilliant from them because you, they you just said it's not something you like. Well, I'm about to get there <laughs> because you know it's not something I like, but, and I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. So anyway, they've, they've done the right thing. Come on, roll man, <laughs> hit me with it, <laughs> Rolly. Yeah, not sensing much of a roll now. No, they've done the right thing because they've shot into probably championship 
um, favourites. Yeah, I yeah, guess if they weren't already. Yeah, so they they've done exactly what they need to do, and then I've put them in contention for hero of the week, hmm. and then you've just very swiftly shut me down and said I don't like what they've done. Oh, it's not good for the league. Yeah, so so we've seen Aldridge join the Nets. Yep. Um, we actually also saw today Andre Drummond. I've hit the microphone again. <laughs> Andre Drummond join the Lakers, which yep. is. Also, another all-star going to an already incredibly powerful team, mm. but not to the extent of this. So, not, not to mention Harden's already there. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, Aldridge has gone to the Nets, who also acquired Blake Griffin not long ago. And they already had Kyrie Irving, mm. James Harden, Kevin KD, Durant, yeah. um, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Just to name a few. Yeah. Amongst a host of um, other role players. Yeah. Now, but, before we get into this, let's just have a bit of background. So I've always been on the side of salary caps are good yep. so that this sort of thing doesn't happen. You're, you've been on the other side of it saying, no, I, I don't mind these super teams being mm-hmm. formed in the, in the likes of, of AD and um, LeBron, who ended up winning that championship and the super teams that have gone by. You're not happy with this one, though. Well, I like it to an extent. Mm, okay. I like the fact that we've got LeBron and AD together. Mm-hmm. Even though it hasn't worked, I, I like the... The, the firepower the 76ers have with Embiid and Simmons. Yep. I liked the Nets when they were with, had Kyrie and KD. Yep. Uh, Celtics, uh, Jalen Brown, um, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, like a three-pronged yep. attack, but none of those guys quite on the level mm. as probably like the Nets players yep. or the uh, Lakers superstars in mm. LeBron. Um, and AD. And then, of course, the Warriors when they the had Warriors, their yeah, when they got Clay and team. Steph. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like the Warriors super team was different because you had KD and Steph who are going down as one might go down as the greatest scorer of all time. Mm. One one will go down as the greatest shooter of all time, I think. I think. Yeah. And then you had Clay who was an out, uh, who is an absolute superstar in his mm. own right, but probably just a tier below those two. Yeah. And you had a great uh, defender in Draymond, but mm-hmm. not on the level of those guys. So it was more of a well-rounded roster, despite yep. having ridiculous firepower and being a super team. But mm. this is like outrageous. So you've got not all these guys are even going to be able to start on the floor. Yeah. Right. So you've got Kyrie, mm-hmm. you've got Harden, you've got KD. Um, now you've got don't, DeAndre Jordan hasn't been starting, I don't think. Um, you got Blake Griffin. Him, Blake Griffin, and now you've got Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm. I just think that's not great for the league because you're just thinning the rest of the teams. There was talk about LaMarcus Aldridge going to the Heat mm-hmm. and they're also an, a contender in the East. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't go to them now, which w- would have made them you know, Very a bigger threat, yeah. but not, not to the point where they are you know, ridiculously good okay. like this team is. Mm. So it's it just makes the league... This kind of thing is where it gets dangerous. I feel like it just makes the league unbalanced with the depth of these all-stars mm. that they have. This was always going to happen, though, with this whole salary, lack of salary cap and you can just do whatever you want. Like mm. That's always going to happen. If you, give, um, if you give franchises just no rules to play by, this is always going to happen because it's the richest, the richest just can buy the championship. They can buy the players that they need to, and put them wherever they want. And if you've got so much money, you can do exactly what these guys are doing and just put, well seven absolute superstars on one team. And like you said, they're not even going to get on the floor. I don't think, yeah. I don't think there's anything you can do to stop it. No. Um, but Which is why it's so, such a flawed system. <laughs> because, yeah, it's crap. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think what what they've done is whilst they're within their rights to, and you know what, if you want to win a championship, no one no one can stop you from mm. doing it. Uh, but and you know, Lamarcus wasn't traded there; he was uh, they bought him out yeah. from San Antonio. So uh, plenty of coin. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I just don't think it's great. It's not. It's not good at all. Um, it'll be interesting to see what's going on. Just quietly though, mm. I've just had a little look at the standings. Um. Are you aware that the New York Knicks are fourth on the Eastern Conference ladder? Are they? Yeah. Wow. Well, the East is significantly weaker than the West. Don't it care. Has been for the past few years. That's oblivious to yeah. what um, what I'm caring about right now. That's mm. just really cool. How many Knicks games have you watched recently? Yeah, heaps of them. Yeah, really. Yeah. Who did they play last? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't catch that one. Oh, okay. Well, oh, <laughs> have you seen any of their wins this year? Not any of their wins. No. <laughs> And there um, it is. A, anyway, Nick, a Knicks fan, everyone. Let's yeah. move on. A um, rare find. Utah Jazz are sitting number one in the West. That's mm. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think I said that last week. Almost feels like I said that last week. <laughs> <laughs> it almost does. Yeah, wow. And old LA. Geez, they're struggling. Fourth. Yeah, wow. Geez, just learning this on the fly. Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about some Formula One. Yeah, cool. that returned last night. Yep. I committed to the one thirty a.m. Start time. Oh, no, you didn't. Surely not. And it was lights out. So good. Bahrain, Grand Prix. Mm. First Grand Prix of the season. What would you like to know, Teeks? Because I've just got uh, everything covered here. So if you just wanna... The floor is yours, my friend. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> say no more. Ricardo made his debut for McLaren. Wow. So that was very exciting. And how was that? He, I've got to be honest, probably a little bit underwhelming. His his result, he qualified sixth, which mm-hmm. was like a, a pretty decent start considering it's his first proper race driving yep. the car, first qualifying session, qualified sixth. Um, just liked a bit of pace, unfortunately, throughout the race. And, I mean, it takes a while for a driver to get used to a new car, but he was outperformed by his teammate in Lando Norris who finished fourth, which wow. isn't actually the worst sign because it just shows the car does have a bit of... It is an improvement on where it was 12 months ago. Mm. So not heaps to be discouraged about, I don't think, from uh, Daniel's point of view. And as he gets more races under his belt with that McLaren, he'll be up there fighting for podiums, I reckon, Yeah. within the next uh, couple of months. So that'll be exciting. Um, Red Bull. That's super exciting. <laughs> you're, you, you are just so um, <laughs> disparaging when it comes to um, Formula One. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Oh, is it? Keep yeah. rolling. Okay, no worries. I, I will. You know, I'm. I will sit here and talk about it. <laughs> I don't give a stuff if you don't enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it. I enjoy it, and some of the listeners out there will enjoy this stuff. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. just because you don't understand it. No, I understand. Oh dear. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Red Bull were the fastest team this year, mm. so they are much quicker. Well, not much quicker. They're a little bit qu- much quicker than they were last year, I think, and they are quicker than Mercedes, which is exciting because Hamilton is the the best driver on the grid still. He is is uh, a celebrity in his own right, but I feel like his his legacy and his domination has been really enforced by the fact that he's had the fastest car behind him as well. Yeah, which has really cemented him in as kind of being unbeatable. Yeah, but now that Verstappen's in a slightly quicker car and has is probably the potential of of a Hamilton, mm. it really makes it an interesting fight. But Hamilton actually got the win over. Red Bull and Verstappen last night, they were just on a little bit better of a uh, a strategy that probably suited them a little bit more, and Verstappen couldn't get past Mercedes uh, towards the end of the race. So. so is someone like Lewis Hamilton, 
is he going to do like a, I'm going to move away from Mercedes and see if I can test myself in another lesser known car? Or is that no, just not ever going to happen? That, that won't happen. He, he will retire. Yeah. Yeah. At the top of his game, I think. I, I think this season will probably be his last. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. He, he did start off at McLaren, so he hasn't always been okay. like um, just blessed no. as far as having the best car. Yeah. But he's always been around the mark and... Yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky scenario where it's like um, it's like if you're LeBron James and you're surrounded by all these all stars and you just keep winning and winning. Yeah, okay. You're still the best player. Yeah, and people can. You're the leader. You're the leader. But you got a lot of help. You got a lot of help, exactly. Mm. So, um, yeah, Hamilton defended really well against Verstappen, and Verstappen actually got past Hamilton at one stage, but he did it whilst he was off the track, so he had to hand the position back. Oh, okay. And Hamilton won, so. Mick Schumacher made his debut, finished 16th, um, actually last because there was four <laughs> cars that didn't finish the race right. and Ferrari looked quicker and I was really impressed with uh, Yuki Tsunoda, Japanese, young Japanese driver for Alpha Tauri. Mm-hmm. He finished ninth, so points finished for his first race ever and uh, yeah, he looks, he looks pretty good so he'll be one to follow this year, I reckon. So I'll be, He's my favourite. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Love him. Yeah, far out. Have... Yeah, we're going to keep real close tabs on him. Yeah, I, well, I am. Anyway, so, <laughs> what's his name? Yuki. Yuki. Yeah, I'm yeah. big Yuki man. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Glad you're um, becoming interested in yeah. uh, in Formula One teams. No, it's good. You just gotta you just gotta find your um your space where you you know who you're going for. I think I'm a big Yuki man. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, Yuki one, Ricardo two. Okay. Yeah, go Yuki. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Great finish to that chat. Yep. Absolutely. Um, now we're going to have a really big AFL chat mm. in in the next segment because yeah. it's just we just need to really delve into it. But um, there was a, someone just watching on at the St Kilda game. Mm. Did you are you aware of who this was? No, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Oh, actually, I did hear that. Ed Sheeran enough. was yeah. in the stands at St Kilda versus Melbourne. Yeah, that's awesome. Why? I don't know. What was he doing there? Oh, oh you'd have to ask him. <laughs> Makes no sense at all yeah. in that game. Really weird. What's wrong with that? Well, I can't imagine Ed would be uh, enamoured enough with <laughs> AFL to know which game to select. Yeah, I'd say he was just told what game he was going to yeah. and this is what they're called yeah. and that's, that, that'll do. Um, but yeah, G- that's Saint, pretty cool. Yeah, mm. it is cool, isn't it? St Kilda have got a few very famous supporters. They do. I think they'll be counting Ed now, of course. Yeah, well, they've got Eric Banner. Eric Banner, they? Shane Warne. Shane Warne. Yep, now, now Ed. So, yeah, Ed um, Ed Sheeran, so good on him. He had a Saints bloody scarf on. Yeah. Mega fan. That's awesome. And these boys couldn't get him over the line. Yeah, come on, St. Kilda. Yeah. Mm. It's really bad. Yeah. I um, almost tipped the Saints. Did you? Yeah, I, I tipped uh, Melbourne in the end. So. Did you? Well, well done. Yeah. I um, I, And um, just a quick um, fuck you to the Giants as well for costing me nine out of nine for tips on the weekend. Oh, really? I, tip, I tipped Frio. <laughs> I tipped the Giants and oh. I had eight out of eight. Yeah. Leading to that game, I was like, oh, surely the Giants Giants get up here. No. Nah. No. Nah, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> and Frio got up. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So that was upsetting. No, I tipped, I tipped Frio. And mm. um, just incidentally, while we're on um, on that sort of thing, I'm on top of the ladder in our um, fantasy league. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dominating. How did that happen? I don't know. Just pick the best team, I guess. This is the same man that said um, a few days ago, I will be heading into the... Round two with the same team as I do not know how to make trades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a that, long, it's a long season. That didn't uh, didn't stop me. And yeah. Um, yeah, on fire. Yeah. Wow. Two from two, 
highest score on the weekend. So look out. Unreal. Well, uh, that'll do for our sports wrap this week. What do you reckon? Yeah, comprehensive as always. Yeah. How many yeah. topics do we have? Two? Two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all that yeah. um, really you know took our eye this mm, week. So. Yeah, if that's not a sports recap, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> it almost, it's almost singular, isn't it? Yeah. Sport. Just yeah. sport recap. But I, we got the two things, but... Maybe next week we'll try and broaden our horizons and yeah, bring a little bit, yeah. little bit of something different to the table. Well, that's it. So, uh, you wanted to chat a little bit about the COVID situation, which I do. is un- engulfed uh, Queensland. Engulfed, yeah. I think there's what three cases up there, and um, we're shutting down the state, which I think is a good thing. To, well, I think shutting down the Brisbane area, that's good. Mm. I don't mind that. We need to yeah. knock this on the head as soon as we possibly can. Definitely. And um, there has certainly turned out to be the best way to deal with COVID. Mm. Like, I think that we're all understanding of that. Um, of course, Melbourne got out of control for a while, that we've eventually got got over that. And the way South Australia handled it, I really like that. It was just, it's just stay at home and let's just get this thing out of the way and then we can go about our lives. Queensland hopefully will be a similar sort of situation. Um, but what really caught my eye was... I was listening to a, an American sports podcast the other day talking about something like, you know, going to going to a, a basketball game, like it's great to have crowds back type thing. And he said something along the lines of, oh, isn't this a great sign as we return to normality? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what in the heck? <laughs> as we return to normality. So they're they thinking they are now on the return to normality. They're having 60,000 positive tests a day. Yeah, it's a very different approach over there to COVID, isn't it? Isn't it? We've had three, and we're shutting down the like the greater Brisbane area. Mm. So that's just that's just insane. That's I know. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Just as a, I, it's definitely there's yeah. I think I think they probably handle it a little bit more ignorantly than us. Mm. A little bit's probably an understatement. Um, a lot more ignorance uh, is involved. I think when it comes to COVID, yeah, uh, in America. I think they are just kind of like oh we'll, we'll just we'll just live with it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think, I, but I think here in Australia we, I don't know. I think we, I definitely appreciate and prefer the way we tackle things in regards to bigger picture. Yeah, short term pain, get crowds back. Yeah, um, like we had at the Australian Open, and everyone from overseas was like, "Wow, this is crazy that we can play in front of mm. crowds." Yeah. Or by there was a lockdown during that period. Um, I, I definitely prefer the way we tackle it over, say, the United States and, mm. and how they approach it. And some people, I've heard some people here in Australia, you know, they hate lockdowns here, and they they would rather us just have the same approach as the US does. Yeah, but I I do disagree with that. Yeah, I, I guess like we sitting here in South Australia have a very uh, different approach to what those in in Melbourne, for example, had where. Like we were, we've been extremely lucky um, because we had like a three-day hard lockdown, which turned out to be yeah three days. It should have been about seven, mm. um, and we it was really it was it was pretty bad for a while, but it was never horrible like it was in in Victoria. So I can understand the people, Melbourne people, saying yeah lockdowns are horrible because they actually had to live in it for a, a couple of months type thing. Um, yeah, but when I heard this. Um, this American guy say, oh, you know, we're on the return to normal. Like That's the whole, whole reason the country's in so much strife mm. is because they never have really taken a really hard approach and say, just stay home, 
we're shutting everything down for a little while. Um, we like we like they're having sixty positive tests a day, and their their curve is is flattening. Whereas like we have like in Australia, we've had not had sixty thousand positive tests in total. No, not in total. And I know the population is enormous over there, but having crowds at sporting events and going about normal life is not the way to do it. Definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. It's really um, fired up. Hey, legends. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We are having wonderful fun bringing it to you. Aren't we, Teeks? So much fun. Had a really good time tonight. Um, loving it. Loving doing the show. Love bringing it to you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, get around us on Facebook and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts too. Leave us some feedback. That would be awesome. We love you. Well... A team that's definitely been hampered by situation in mm. Queensland is Brisbane. So yeah. They'll be playing at um, Etihad. Is it Etihad? Etihad Stadium. Stadium. Mar- Marvel Stadium. Marvel sorry. Stadium. Come against, on, mate. Against Collingwood on uh, Friday night yep. or th- Thursday? I think it's Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah. Either or. It's Thursday night. Yep. Yeah. How do you Bri- think that's going to play out? Like the Brisbane, Brisbane are, could be really harshly dealt with by this, by this situation because mm. they've got they had it. They had it very. They had it better than anyone last year. But now they are the ones that are really in the shit now because they locked out of their home. So that's mm. really, really bad luck for them. But they, they've got they've got Collingwood followed up by the Bulldogs, who they've got to play in Ballarat, followed up by Essendon, which is at the Gabba. But we don't even know whether that's going to be playing there. So yeah, this could get out of control for them very quickly if they like if they lose this weekend to. Collingwood, and then to the Bulldogs. They could be zipping four. Mm. That's a problem. Yeah. As wow. Just a popular yeah. man over no. there receiving emails. Yeah, just a notification. <laughs> Email. Yep. No, it could unravel for them. But I, I think, I mean, I, I do think they will, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. They've got a lot of talent on that list. And I mean, Lockie Neal's had a pretty poor start to the season as yep. well. Yeah. Was, was he targeted against Geelong? Yeah, oh, he's, I think he was punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, like, like Gary Rowan. Yeah. I don't think Gary Rowan was tagging him, though, was he? No, nah, no, nah, just tagging his chin at some yeah, point. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I'm sure we can expect a lift out of him at, at some stage. So I, I do think um, I do think they'll be okay in the long run in Brisbane. But yeah, top four, I'm not probably as confident with them yeah. right now as we speak, especially with the, uh, the Queensland situation and them being locked out of playing at the Gabba. For the time being, but yep. I think they will be okay yeah. once the, the the season gets into the full swing. Yeah, but the thing is, being such a young team, like they they've had pretty big. They've got seven players over the age of thirty, I think. Brisbane. Yeah, okay. So they do have some experience on some that experience. List. Yeah. A lot of young players though as well. Mm. So they've certainly got I've some been experience. Guilty of calling them really like quite inexperienced, but I didn't mm. realize that they actually do have a yeah. few older heads there. Yeah, but you could. You, I could see. The situation overruling them and it, it unraveling, but hopefully for their sake they can get through it and get back home as soon as possible. Mm. Um, yeah, so round two has been and gone. Mm. Um, we've got Port Adelaide, Richmond, Sydney, Melbourne, and the Western Bulldogs. Yep, all two and zip. Mm. Who are you loving so far? Oh, that's a bit uh, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dominating. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mate. <laughs> so you think? Who, that... What am I enjoying the most out of those 
five well, teams was, uh, to the two and zip. Yeah, more so thinking who who you think is going to win the flag <laughs> and um, just playing some real good footy. Well, yeah, I'm enjoying Sydney's two and zip start the most out of out of all out, of, out of all of those ones. Uh, flag winner, I, I still think Port are going to be very hard to mm. beat. Richmond, they're probably two of the obvious ones, but yeah. um, haven't seen heaps of Melbourne. Um, who was the other team that's two and zip? Uh, the doggies. The doggies, of course. Yeah, I that did, was awesome yesterday. I, I did watch them play yesterday, and whilst we're on the doggies, got to mention Marcus Bontempelli. Oh, what did he have? <laughs> Three goals, kick the sealer. Yeah, 30, thirty plus disposals. Thirty plus disposals. If you ask me, that is that's the kind of player he is. Yeah, that's the kind of player I picture Bontempelli being. Yeah, he was just outstanding. He's he's been the kind of player in recent years to maybe. Uh, kick the the one or maybe two goals, get twenty mm. disposals, do a bit with it, yeah. Um, but just not really have as much of an impact as no. I thought he probably is capable of. Mm. But yesterday it was he he started that game. And he had fifteen disposals, I think. Um, it was almost, was it that quarter time? He had fifteen disposals. Yeah, or? dominated. So, yeah. like he had a pile of it early on. Um, so we only finished on a thirty. God, he dropped the ball there. Gee, just just move on. on. <laughs> Let's move on with him. He's nah. bloody a basket case. <laughs> no, but that he just needs to do. He simply needs to do that more often. I think for the Bulldogs to be that flag contender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, the good thing. I think he I, needs to be doing that regularly, like a Dusty does for Richmond. Mm. Like imagine if Dusty was just performing at say fifty percent. Richmond wouldn't be the team that they have been the last three four years. Yeah. If Dusty had probably. Stayed at that same level he was before he broke into this genuine superstar. Yeah, but look at what Richmond has been able to do. They've been able to build their midfield, of which Dusty was a huge part of that. And now they've built their midfield and he can basically run around and do his own thing. Mm. I think that's similar to what the Bulldogs have been able to do. They've been able to build their midfield around the likes of Liberatore. um, They've got Trelawry and they've got Dunkley. They've got... A mm. swate of other players, which allows Bont to basically do what Dusty can do: run through the midfield, go forward. He can kick three, four goals a game, yeah, and yep. like he's the Rolls Royce. He is the he's the match winner in that team. And mm. like you said, he, he needs to perform. But it's based on the back of their unbelievable recruiting ability to hang on to their players and um, build a sensational midfield, which allows. One of the best players in the competition to do what he likes. Yeah. And, and that's what's going to win them games. And to have such a good player capable of dominating the midfield like Bontempelli mm. and to have it so that it's not imperative for him to be in there. Mm. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's that's such a luxury for them to have. Yeah. that's Yeah. That, I think I heard the, I, I can't remember who um, said this the other day, but I loved the term. I think it might have been Nick Rewild. I might be wrong. Called D- Dusty a striker. Where mm. it basically plays in front half. Uh, I think Bond and Pelly is pretty much the same. Like they're not, they don't really have a position, do they? They just kind of play forward and mid, mm. run around and do what they like, and win games for their team. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And that goal to win it, wow, mm. very cool gun. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. I think uh, this is probably the big thing I want to chat about in regards to football. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend, I think it's very topical. So last weekend, we saw Patrick Dangerfield get suspended yep. for the bump Three on uh, Jake Kelly. Yep. And um, in regards to that bump, um, I mean, we didn't chat about it last week because we forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, yeah. Isn't that right? <laughs> That's right. I sent you a text. The next day, I was like, oh, shit. Yep. And, and we forgot to chat about the most topical thing mm. 
from the first round of footy. From the first round of footy that happened. I think we got overexcited yesterday, uh, last week and just spoke about everything else. And mm-hmm. I think we were holding that one back and then it, we just it just fell out of our brains. It did. So now we're going to discuss it. So who, who do, I'd love to get your take on it. I feel like I know where you sit on it. Um, uh, look, let's be honest here. We, we're both guessing. Everyone's guessing when it comes to this. Mm. No one knows. It's so hard. It's impossible to to know what verdict is going to be handed out each week mm. because it's just been a lottery the past yeah. few years. It um, has. But first of all, were you content with Danger getting weeks? Yeah. Yep. I think Danger... Um, we don't need to d- dwell on this too much with Danger because it's been done. But yeah. I think like, I think he probably got a bit too harsh. He was a bit stiff, but... It, it, they, it was in the play. It definitely deserved weeks. Two or three, I'm happy with. The... F- the, the example of to make a statement. The example of four was just that. Mm. I think that was stupid. I'm ha- I'm happy with three. It was it was late. He didn't have to hit him that hard. Yeah. Um. They clashed heads. He got knocked out. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy with three. Yep. Two or three was fine. Yep. Um. Now, talk me through this five incident with um. Was it Sam Reed? Sam Reed. Yeah. GWS. Um. Yeah. So Reed's got two weeks. Um. And I just can't see what he's done wrong. I honestly, I'm sitting here thinking he could have got off. Yeah. On that, the way I saw it was he's come into the contest, mm. and Fife has run into him. Yeah. I that's that's the extent of how I've seen it. Mm. Now everyone's saying I oh, should have got more than Dangerfield. I just can't even see what he's done. Yeah. I, I I don't he I don't think he's lifted his shoulder. I think he's maybe. I think he's just stood his ground and Fife's, Fife's run into him. That's the way I see it. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that's basically it. What what where, what are you got to I do with think, it? I think two weeks is pretty much spot on. Okay. Yeah. In I think if we are comparing, the AFL made a bit of a statement last week in mm. regards to that bump, and there's a lot of concern around concussion at the minute and CTE. Uh, so, obviously, they are trying to move the game in a direction that limits that kind of stuff. Mm. Very aware it's a contact sport and um, it's your duty of care. Once you go out in the field, you're, you're playing a, 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 um, a contact sport and you're going you're gonna to get injured. Mm. But I can definitely understand where they want to limit these head knocks. So yep. there's no future complications with uh, ex-players down the road. But mm. I feel like the thing... So the thing here in comparison to the two bumps, I feel, is I think Dangerfield's had more intent, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, Dangerfield ran into him mm. at full pace, expecting to hit him. Yeah. And with Reed, so Fife moved, moved he Fife moved into Reed. Yes. So he ran into Reed. He ran into Reed, but the thing that doesn't help Reed here is with Dangerfield, it was body first and then yep. head clash. Yeah. So accidental head clash. Mm-hmm. But with Reed, I think the fact that his shoulder hits Fife flush. Yeah. And then if you watch the footage, his elbow extends out mm. after Fife hits him. Which kind of makes the impact look like there's. It kind of makes it look like there's a little bit more intent. Yeah, that's that's my that's what I can see. I'm not necessarily agreeing with the fact they've given him two or three wings, but if if this is the way they're officiating it, I think that he has to be given two weeks. I would have been. I would have been content. I would have been happy with one. Mm. Like one would have been okay, mm. but two is ridiculous. He's he was watching the ball the whole time. Yeah. Fife is not watching where he's running. He's what he's also watching the ball. So that they're both doing the right thing. Fife has run into him, and then 
what is Reed supposed to do? The only thing is, Reed does move into him. It's slight, but he, Very do, slight. he does move into him. So he does come off his line a little. And put it this way, if Fife just crashes his head into his shoulder, he's not mm. going to be concussed. There has to be some force coming from the opposite direction. He stood his or, ground. In order for Fife to be concussed. He stood his ground. And the thing is, is if you're a defender, you're not just letting the best player, two-time Brownlow medalist, just run and get to the the... The front and square, are you? Like you've, like he's got no other option for doing what he did. Mm. No yeah. other option at all. Maybe if he just blocked his run and just mm. said, "You're not going there," rather than yeah. bumped him. He didn't even bump him. See, the thing is, <laughs> he. I think he did. He did bump him. It 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 wasn't slightly. It it wasn't. He didn't come off the ground and he didn't move a meter to his right to do it. No, or, no, he probably did move about that much. He didn't move more than that anyway to do it. I don't think he moved but, at all. But when you when you bump. If you choose to bump, if you've you got to. If you choose to bump, you. It's on your hands. Exactly. I don't. Um, he... So, and, and they are, unfortunately, they're adjudicating just as much on the result these days as the action. Mm. So, if you. So, if I. If they make contact, put it this way if Dangerfield and Kelly have a head clash and they both. They both hit the ground and then Kelly gets up and Dangerfield gets up. He doesn't get any weeks. No, definitely not. And so that that just that there sums up that whenever a player gets concussed, I can't recall from an action like that. It's going to be looked at. Yeah, is it's funny because the Dangerfield one was definitely not a free kick. Like the umpire mm. did not pay the free kick. I don't remember whether the Reed one was paid because it was so incidental and it was in the play, and neither of the neither of the players had the ball, which is makes it a little bit odd in this circumstance because it was off the off the play, but it was. The ball was around. I just, oh. mm. Reed's bat. He's certainly got some bad luck there. Mm. Um, I do think they made the right decision in the end. If if that's the precedent mm. they are running with this year, they just need to be consistent with it. That, it's essentially saying you can't bump. Well, not that you can't bump, mm. but if you bump, um, it, it's your your bad if you do it incorrectly. Yeah. yeah. Or if if someone's yeah. injured as a result. It's if you're someone, getting weeks. If someone is injured as a result of a bump, then you're suspended. Yeah, I like, I like that they're protecting the head. They have to. Um, yeah, I don't mind that this is happening because it has to. It's just, it's so sad to see. Like Sam Reid did nothing wrong, mm. in my opinion, yeah. and he's got two weeks for it. So yeah, that's that's just where I sat on. I thought oh, it's just not not ideal. No. However, no, it'll be debated all year. <laughs> however, we are seeing some phenomenal games. We are. We are seeing some awesome games of football. I'm absolutely loving it. I think we discussed a bit last week about it. Um, but we've had, oh, I don't even know how many one like one put one two, one or two point ball games, mm. like less than five point ball games. It's awesome. It is. It's awesome. Like we saw one on Friday night, which literally went down to the last seconds where. Um, Blixarves was holding the ball on the goal line mm. and it wasn't paid. Like Brisbane should have won that game. Brisbane should have won that game. And oh, the worst thing that's happened this year. Bloody Isaac Smith kicking the winning goal for Geelong. <laughs> oh, blimey. I was I was just gonna ask. Yeah, Isaac Smith in oh. Geelong colours. How's that settling in? Not settling in at all well. Yeah, he uh, he it doesn't look odd to, it probably looks really odd to you. But yeah. It looks odd. Yeah. It looks odd alright. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly looks odd. But oh, it's just it's just unbelievable. I can't mm. I can't work that out what at you, all. What do you think? So yeah, I think we both agree that Brisbane were very unlucky there. What about the Chris Scott and uh, 
Yeah. Lock, Lockie, was it Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews? They were having a bit of a yeah, just uh, bit of an encounter. Was it was it half time? Yeah, it was at one of the breaks. But um, yeah, really unhappy. I, I would love that for my coach. <laughs> How, like just to know that your 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 coach has got your back like yeah. that. You just yeah, you, you'd love that. But um, don't see I don't see horse getting involved in, no, in an on field spat. Horse would just. <laughs> I think he'd be quite content just to, um, yeah, selective hearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. But I've got a couple of other things I want to, want to. Did you see? Um, oh, uh, I'm gonna get his name wrong. Here we go. Uh, Jyth that plays for Hawthorne. Oh, Jyth. Yeah. Jyth. Yeah. Yes. Um, the the dusty fendoff. Yeah. Good on how, him. How good was that? <laughs> He's great. He. I watched that game yesterday. That I didn't like... watch all of it, but. He had a five-minute period there where he did everything wrong. <laughs> he did oh. everything wrong. I, lo- I love his enthusiasm. Yeah. He's, I think he gave away three goals in about three minutes off of all of, all of his fault. He mm. tried to take an absolute hanger on Dustin Martin. Yeah. He got up so high and completely missed the ball. Dusty's run into an open goal, and then he's about um, 30 seconds later, he's turned one over right in the middle of the ground. But I really – I don't care. Like – that's it, it's great to see that he just continues to take it on and yeah fending off players when he's got no yeah, right to fending off Dusty. <laughs> I, I, I would have loved it if Dusty just like in later in the quarter just fended him off back, but oh. it was like mu- a much more forceful fend yeah. off. Like I'd, like that's not a fend off. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> this is a fend off. Like Dusty would have been like, "You've used my move against me," <laughs> as, as he said it. I don't know if you've seen Harry Potter, Half Blood Prince. Oh, when yeah. um, Harry Harry's using uh, Professor Snape's spells, <laughs> and Snape is the half blood prince, but oh. Harry doesn't know. Oh, and boy. then Harry goes to use one of his spells against Snape. Snape blocks and goes, "You dare use my own spells against me?" That's what Dusty would have done in the last quarter. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that little slice of um, yeah. Yeah. HP. That's just what sprung to mind earlier today when I was thinking about it. <laughs> Um, I'm glad you've run with don't it. Know, I don't know if too many people have compared Dustin Martin to Professor, Professor Snape. But, you might um, be the first. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Dusty probably would be in Slytherin if he was a Hogwarts, <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, Dustin Snape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he is a Slytherin, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, 100%. Might be uh, something we have to chat about today, which AFL players would go to which house. <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh, we need to chat about our Hero of the Week quickly. Yeah, um, yep, necessary. Can't not, believe you've done that. Not even quickly. Um, <laughs> you did this. You said let's... Um, oh, you've just hit I've the mic. I've just nailed again. the mic. You clown. <laughs> um, wow. So excited with what I'm seeing at the moment with yeah. the Swans. I didn't get to watch the game on Saturday, but watched the highlights after after I'd finished. And uh, yeah, just awesome stuff. Mm. Um, feelings of euphoria yeah. at the moment. It's yep. so exciting. And Braden Campbell, rising star rising this week. Rising star, back to uh, back. To compliment Errol Gordon's rising yep. star last week. And the return of Lance last week. Lance oh Lance. So good. Um, <laughs> that goal, just that trademark goal from outside yep. 50 early on in the piece was was just magical. Yeah. Seeing him partner up with Logan McDonald just had me um, really randy. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. It, it was just magic. Yeah. Magic. Good, isn't it? Yeah. You're just like, oh, not really. No, but, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy for you. Um, I mean, we're, we're two and zip, so we've got the Tigers this week, and that will more than likely lead to a big lesson for our younger players mm. on the G against Richmond. Gee, I hope so. <laughs> no, it's yeah, funny because but, I couldn't um, stand the Swans when they were contesting, mainly because you were 
mm. a Swans man. And it was also around the time that Hawthorne was like mm. winning flags. Yeah, you kind of stole our, you almost stole our potential dynasty. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, glad, gladly. Yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't stand Sydney, but now watching them as a young side coming through, like, wow. Mm. Like, so many people had them penciled in for bottom four, myself included. Yeah. Um, but not me. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, it, it's exciting. Like, like you said, there's it's so much upside and I'm looking for, I, I, I still don't really like Sydney that much, <laughs> but it's just, it's just good to see like yeah. young sides like this, taking it on and having a go. Mm. Good on them. I'm liking Hawthorne more now that they're shit. Now that they're shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, we had a good win yeah. around one. No, I'll, I'll always respect Hawthorne. Yeah. But kind of despise them yeah. in the same breath. Oh, well, um, it, like what, um, we've spoken about this before, but you'd certainly rather be hated than, exactly. you know, mediocre, wouldn't For you? For sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of mediocre. I want to mention quickly before you move on, um, Chad Warner. He looks yeah. like a superstar. He looks good. Swans. Okay. Yeah, Just loved, loved him. Add that in. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Essendon mm. and North Melbourne. Yep. Woeful. Yeah. Pretty Both. Pretty terrible. Ordinary. Terrible. And it's just getting worse for Essendon. They've lost Shield for a number of weeks. They've lost their Ruckman, up and coming Ruckman, Draper, and also their recruit in Caldwell. Mm. It's going from bad to worse. It is. They've, they've had a horrific run. They were simply not competitive no. against Port Adelaide. Yeah, they, they're both going poor. Um, I mean, at least North have kind of know where they are, I feel. Yeah, Essendon's no one's ex- list is kind of a little bit mixed. It's all like over the place. There's no real clear. Um, Clear strategy there at the moment, I think, long-term, but who knows? Yeah, and poor old Ben Rutten's just copying it left, right and centre. Him sitting on the bench without a headset on, like, everyone's getting up and about about that, but that's clearly the way he wants to do it, and he's going to have the last laugh if he ends up being successful, Mm. isn't he? So, um, who knows, but they're looking really, really bad at this point in time. What would you have said if I'd said a few weeks ago that... um Tex would be the form forward of the AFL. Yep, uh, probably the Coleman um, favourite. He's leading the Coleman. Um, yeah. Nah, he's I been, would not have. Wow. <laughs> he's been fantastic. Yeah. Sensational. He is a great player to watch when yep. he is um, in full flight. Does, I mean, this could age horribly. But <laughs> if, if he keeps playing like this, does he play on next year? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because he looked like... At, towards the end of last year, it looked like this year would be unattainable. Yeah. His form last year <laughs> just simply didn't really warrant mm. even this season. Yeah. Yet, his form of these opening two rounds, he's kicked 11 goals. Yeah. In a side that's probably not providing the best delivery. No. Being a young team. Mm. It's it's actually, it's tremendous. He's clearly done a lot of work because he, he had that... he had borderline a, a dad bod halfway through COVID last year. <laughs> but um, to his credit, he's absolutely, see, like, he's worked his ass off, clearly, mm. to just remain at AFL level to maybe extend his career a little bit, but to get Adelaide through this really dark period that they were potentially going to have. Um, but they've got Phil Thorpe and they've got Himmelberg and they've got Frampton. There's clearly the way that they want to go. They want to go tall. So having text there is just invaluable. Mm. It's like having Buddy to partner up with McDonald. It's it's great. He's a great player. Definitely. Um, and I, I hope he keeps defying the odds because this is this is just brilliant stuff. I thought Dugowie was pretty... He was fantastic the other night as well. Yeah. 
in that game. Almost five goals by half time against Carlton. Yeah. Um, and he's the kind of player that could just keep Collingwood in the finals hunt. Yeah. But they'd probably need him performing like that. Oh, he's, he's more weeks so, than not. He's so he's such a Dustin Martin type player and always has been. As soon as he came into the league, he was like, just this is mm. this is the next Dusty. Obviously not quite as good as that um, and has his weeks where he has three disposals and just doesn't look like it. But when he when he has games like he had on the weekend, match winner. Definitely. Match winner. Very good. So just before we move mm. on, um, this is not a top eight I'd ever think that we'd see. Mm. I'm just going to read it out. Yeah. Port Adelaide, Richmond. Okay. Oh, they are probably the two best teams in yep. at the moment, aren't they? Rightfully up the top. Yeah. Sydney. Melbourne, mm-hmm. Western Bulldogs, Gold Coast Suns, West Coast Eagles, and Fremantle. Mm. Wow, that yeah. is a mixed bag. Definitely is. Let's move on to something else. What else have you got? Now I've got one more thing that I do want to bring up today. Beautiful. <laughs> Very big on lookalikes. Yeah. Okay. I love them. Do you? Yeah. Love, so a, I, love a good lookalike. Do you? Yeah, I do. I just yeah like to bring them up when I see one. Mm. Anyway. I've I've been copying this lookalike for at least a, a couple of months now. Here we go. I, like I'm I'm talking like you know when people say oh you look like such and such you whatever, but I've been copying this one for a couple of months at least I think seven or eight times. Wow! And I'm I always embrace this. I have been compared to looking like Tom Cruise. Get fucked. No. No, no get fucked. <laughs> there is no get fucked here at all. You're taking the piss. Surely. I am not taking the piss. Do you want me to get Ellie up here right now? <laughs> She'll vouch for this. You have been compared to Tom Cruise. Multiple times. On the basis of looks. On the basis of looks. Nah, surely not. Surely yes. <laughs> Very much so. You're flabbergasted. I am. I'm, I'm in um, disbelief. Okay. <laughs> no, so it, you're going to show me a picture of Tom Cruise, are you? I am actually in a minute, but it's. I think it's all because of these these glasses that I wear. Oh, here we go. You see, because oh. I've got the I I got these like yeah, I don't know, late last year, mm. and um, I must look rather good in them because yeah. um, yeah. Well, just... mate, the only thing to do would be to take your glasses off that you're wearing right now, yeah, and whack them on for us, yep. and we can be the judge. Absolutely. As to whether or not I'm currently recording um, a podcast with Tom Cruise's doppelganger. Yep. I am gonna, I'm, I'm actually might as well just go stand on um, in Hollywood Square and yeah. just take pictures with people. We'll put the glasses on. Glasses are going on. Oh, yeah. He's done the whole... He's done the whole push the hair back. Just doing the hair. It just had a hat on have all day, it, have, so that's oh, just good. As if this is going to help. How's that for you? Yeah, wow. Are you happy with that? You know what? You know who you do look like. Who? Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I'll, I'll cop that. So it all stemmed, I reckon, from my profile picture of which I've just. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There is a. There's a little bit of a Tom Cruise kind of arrogance there. Yeah. 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 So it's all stemmed from you my are profile trying picture. to be Tom Cruise. No, in that I am. Photo. I am not. But then one of the blokes I played cricket with has actually commented, Top Gun, obviously Tom Cruise. Mm. Um, 
And then, yeah, I've just been copying it left, right, and center. Yeah, wow. Like, that's just, that's really big. Like, I'm, I'm calling like seven or eight times. Well, you know the danger of this kind of thing because I think it was you or, no, it might have been you or one of our other mates, Mitchell, that um, called my old man Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. And the old man has just persisted with it. <laughs> he has ran with it for the past 12 months. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, so um, it's a definitely a dangerous thing you're toying with here. Uh, I am. Um, and also, I've also got for Jeffrey, John A. Wells. John Adelaide, Wells. Adelaide oh, Strikers. okay, yeah. Yeah. I can probably see a little bit of that, actually. <laughs> There's a lot of that going yeah. on. Have you copped any others over the years? Any um, other lookalikes or for I yourself? I copped one earlier this year mm. that we were going to run with on the podcast, but then we didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But I think that now that it's been brought up, um, Australian Open time. Yeah. Um, I got a, a message, Australian Open final, saying that I do bear a resemblance to Jennifer Brady. Okay. <laughs> the female the women's tennis, tennis player. player. Yeah. So yeah, no disrespect there, Jennifer. I'm not trying to, but you know, but maybe it's a compliment, honestly, yeah. because like you, you maybe look like Tom Cruise as well, <laughs> which is just brilliant. So um, that's me. Uh, what have you caught? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that. <laughs> You're um, flat, aren't you? But I'm. I'm. I'm Dead set at least six or seven times. When I had really short hair, um, a random lady told me I looked like David Bowie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst thing was... Um, you had no idea who he I was? I was very young. I, yeah. was, I think I was 18 <laughs> and had no idea who that was. Yeah. Went on Google, I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll pop that. <laughs> um, and then more recent times, um, Chucky off of the Rugrats. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to the point uh, to the point where I dressed up as him one day um, over a few too many cordials. <laughs> so that was good. But um, yeah, Tom Cruise. Hey, yep. I um, I had uh, had a mate uh, I went to school with who I thought looked like Sid for my age. <laughs> Yeah, so they they can be a detrimental. Oh, definitely, to your, um, definitely to your uh, own image. But yep. um, when they when when you're getting uh, called Tom Cruise, I, I imagine it just must be a really marvelous thing to uh, just have to deal with. Pretty bloody happy with it, to be honest. How does Ellie feel about um, waking up next to you know the next best thing to Tom Cruise every oh, day? It must be exciting. Like it, it's tough to be Tom. Josh Teakle or Tom Cruise? Yeah. <laughs> Who Tom, is it? Tom Teakle. <laughs> Um, that's, just that's finally, unreal. just finally before we go, um, not, I'm not saying now, but like you do have a bit of Dean Laidley about you. Dean Laidley. Yeah. Yeah. Righto. He's, he's in a bit of strife at the minute, but vintage Dean, mm. I'd, I'd say there's a bit okay. of Dean about you. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you got any for me? Uh, well, after you roasted our good mate Owen on the podcast, oh, last week, which I thought was well... Well out of sorts. <laughs> well, I didn't know that he was going to be that nice was, in my that message. Was, that was pretty poor from you. Yeah, that was that was actually. I actually um, did feel bad about that yeah. for two or three milliseconds. Yeah, yeah. He, he did call you. Um, he did call you a weasel. A weasel. Okay. Yeah, and you you got a little bit of a weasel tendency about you. Happy to be a weasel. Yeah. So, um, I do have a picture of Tom. If you just want to have a little, a little. Oh, gaze. I'm very familiar with how Tom looks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see any of that? No, not re- not really. Mm. Mm. <laughs> maybe uh, well, maybe on a bad angle for him. <laughs> well, Tom should be lucky. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Let Fantastic. me know whether I look like Tom Cruise or not. Well, on that very um, unsavoury note, I think we just wrap <laughs> things up tonight. And 
for this week's episode. It's a pretty good show, wasn't it? Tom's a handsome man, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell. Would love that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, t- who, who, honestly, who said this? Who said it again? Oh, like multiple people, uh, I'm saying. Multiples. Yeah, wow. Eyes painted on. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. Yeah. Um, Tom and Tyler. Get around us on um, Instagram, Facebook this week. Also Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And yeah, hope you've enjoyed the show. Do all of them. We love you. See you next week. Catch you guys.